time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. This is the Retirement Roadmap. Thanks for joining us. Walter Strohlt here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting with an office in Greensboro on Mears Chapel Road. You can find us online at greensbororetirement.com. And on today's podcast, we're talking about financial planning and future generations. You know, no matter how old your kids get, there's probably a good chance that they're going to play some sort of role in your financial plan. So we want to talk today about some of the common scenarios we see where children somehow come into play during the retirement planning process, and it happens in more ways than you might think. Glenn, one area where I would imagine we see this a lot, I'm sure you probably have some good stories to share here, families where mom and dad are on the verge of retirement, but... They've got kids who are adults, and they're still on the payroll. Uh, We'll use that (laughs) term, on the payroll in some fashion. I guess that could come in many shapes and forms and probably many varying degrees as well. Well, you're absolutely right, Walter, and and those are always unique situations. I mean, you you, you come across them from time to time, and and sometimes it is literally like being on the payroll, and then other times it's just an occasional, you know, uh, occasional help. And the key is, is that, that, you know, if we're transitioning into retirement, are the kids and the role that you're playing with them and helping, whether it be, you know, with, with things that are going on in their life or student loans or, or for things for the grandkids, whatever the case may be, we need to make sure that if that's going to be ongoing, that we, we have a plan to take care of that. And if not, then we need to make sure that we address it because it, it can something it can be something that can derail things. But we also need to think in terms of, you know, whether or not it's appropriate. And sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. And of course, that's a case by case basis. And sometimes that's touchy ground because there's uh, maybe Mr. Feels one way and Mrs. Feels another. But the reality is, is that if we're really thinking in terms of making that transition to full retirement and no longer drawing a paycheck, we need to make sure that we have all, all our ducks in a row and make sure that, that we have all these questions answered. And sometimes you'll see situations where folks have already pulled the trigger and they come in, you know, maybe, you know, six months or a year later for their first meeting. And they, they're just thinking, hey, we need to we need to build a plan. And sometimes that planning is a little bit late, although, you know, it's we can still tackle it. But those are things we really want to address up front and make sure that that, that they're being taken care of. And we have appropriate answers and solid answers to deal with things going forward. Yeah, lots of examples of how you might still be dangling on the payroll in some way, shape or form. And we need to get some of those boxes checked and ticked off and uh, make sure the kids are floating on their own after adulthood as much as possible. Parents who had kids later in life, Glenn, might still be paying for college as they head into retirement. This is a little bit different than having somebody on the payroll still in some way, shape, or form where you're covering things like, you know, cell phone bills or, you know, helping out with, you know, vet bills or that kind of thing. But it's that this is a situation where you've just still got a very large expense looming over you. Well, that's right, Walter. And, you know, and those are challenging things sometimes when you when you look at, you know, paying for college and what that means. And, and there are times when that was built into the budget and it was it was well placed. And there's times when they over, you know, sometimes folks have overextended themselves. There's some cases where, you know, maybe adult children have graduated. They're doing really well. And the parents took on all the all the debt of those loans and whatnot. And sometimes the kids are actually doing better than mom and dad. But mom and dad don't necessarily say anything about it because they say, hey, this is the commitment we made and so forth. And and that's again, it's a kind of sometimes a touchy situation. But 
you know, you got to make sure that everything is in the right context and so forth. I mean, if you were if you were helping if you were helping the kids, you know, get through college and so forth, and they are doing exceedingly well, and maybe they're doing better than what they they originally thought that they would be at, at this place in life, it might be a situation where that that conversation you know comes back into play, and and you talk about you know where things are and and you know and what's going on because as everybody knows, situations change. You know, it, it can be just that the the kids are doing better, or maybe situation happened where something happened, you know, with, with the folks who are getting ready to retire. You know, there might have been something that, that, that came up and, you know, and then they had to end up retiring a couple of years early. And uh, maybe the position they had was being phased out and maybe a merger happened and, and different things. And sometimes those are good things, but sometimes they're uh, un- unexpected uh, challenges and not everything went exactly the way you thought it was going to go. And there are times when that conversation about, you know, how to pay for those college loans might need to, to come back up and, and, and have and have a be a real heart to heart and talk things through, you know, or, you know, think about there's always situations of possibly, you know, looking at alternatives of refinancing them and, you know, and, and seeing exactly how can that be taken care of. But what I guess I'm trying to say is, is that you, you don't want it to be an overwhelming force in your retirement and you want to make sure that it's that there's a strategy there to be able to take care of it and make sure that the, it's not it's not hindering your retirement to a degree that it, that you're really, really sacrificing, you know, for the rest of your life. Great points there, Glenn. And I think that makes a lot of sense. And so if you are still paying for college as you head into retirement, realize that that doesn't mean it's the end of the world, but there are definitely some more nuanced decisions that need to be made about that preparation and uh, that you know that consideration of potential debt that maybe you've got overhead that will play certainly into account in your retirement preparations. We have other situations, Glenn. It doesn't always have to be directly from parent to child. It can be with grandparents as well. And it's right along those lines of education. Grandparents wanting to help with their grandchildren's education costs. That is a desire, I know, of many grandparents who want to help in some way, shape, or form with those education costs. What is there to think about when it comes to that kind of future generation planning? Well, Walter, I mean, that, that can be one of the greatest gifts you can give to the kids and the grandkids. I mean, it's it's kind of a dual gift, isn't it? I mean, you yep. you take some of the pressure off of the adult children and, and be able to help help the grandkids as well. Certainly, as we've talked a little bit about, you know, in, in uh, you know past podcasts and even a little bit in this one, you know, you always want to make sure that it's something that that you can do and, and is reasonable in your in your overall plan. But um, you know, that gift of education, you know, can last an, an absolute lifetime, and and it's always one of those things about you know when folks receive those gifts as young people, you know, it's one of those things where they always think in terms of that they want to pay it forward to the future generations. And it can be a generational giving, which really, you know, creates a, a great thing going forward. As I say, the, the, the real key is, is how do you do it? You know, and, 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 you know, there's a possibility of doing a 529 plan or a different savings plans of other types. That would be something that you would want to talk to, you know, your advisor about as to what's the right way to go, because sometimes there are better ways to save than others and better ways to give it than others. You know, there's there's always a, those FAFSA forms that have to be filled out and certain assets that are going to be countable versus, you know, not countable. And how do you how do you do that so that, you know, the kids can you know qualify for all the 
the scholarships and different things that they might be eligible for. And, you know, you always want to make an overall plan as to how you're going to do that and, you know, consult with the adult children as well as possibly a financial consultant who who really specializes in the area of, you know, of college planning because there's there's a lot of nuances on how you do that and how you can be the most effective for all that, you know, that type of giving and, and making sure that you're giving the education that you want to be able to give and it's efficient. You don't, you don't want extra dollars, you know, just being wasted just because you didn't know the strategies. Great points that you make there. And this doesn't always, and actually before moving on, I, I just would like to, you know, a personal story here. You know, my grandparents, you know, wanted to help the grandchildren with college expenses. So, you know, I was the beneficiary of, you know, a, a generous gift where my grandparents, you know, came close or at least provided significant support of uh, my first semester of college, almost almost taking care of at least the tuition from my grandparents. And, you know, just what a wonderful gift that you can give. And I think Absolutely. it I think it was at the time a bigger gift for mom and dad. Took a little bit of pressure off of them. You bring up a great point about it being a dual gift, right? And That's then, exactly right. And That's then exactly right, Walter. I, I didn't really embrace the gift. I mean, it was generous, certainly, but I didn't really embrace the benefit of the gift until after school when I, I looked at my you know loans. I was like, well, that could be you know a lot higher had they not helped with that gift in that first semester. So you, you start to put these things into perspective and what an impact it can provide. Now, this doesn't always go one-directional, Glenn. We've focused mostly on how mom and dad or the grandparents are taking care of the younger generations. But if we're talking about future generations, there's a flip that starts to happen at some point. And you get aging parents every once in a while who start counting on their children to take care of them in later years. And sometimes that's with the the kids totally aware that that's the plan. We're going to rely on you guys to take care of us as, you know, we get older and and need that assistance and help down the line. But there's a lot of gaps, a lot of holes, and a lot of potential flaws in a plan like that. Well, that's right, Walter. We were talking about the sandwich generation, right? Where, you know, they, they're sandwiched in between helping their kids and helping their parents. And there's, like you say, sometimes that's part of the plan. Maybe, the, you know, there was a, a conversation, you know, that had taken place, you know, beforehand or planning that had taken place beforehand. It says, well, you know, if we help you with college, you know, we, we may need some help later on in life or different things that have happened, you know, with uh, and every every family dynamic is different. But the, certainly those are things to consider. And sometimes and sometimes it's part of the plan. Sometimes it's not part of the plan. Sometimes that, you know, you, you have adult children that, that just simply want to help take care of their parents. And sometimes, you know, the grandparents, you know, are, are they, they have the resources to do it and they they don't want to be a burden, but necessarily. But but yet sometimes the kids, you know, have resources or when, when one of them has the time, you know, to be able to step in and, and help and would much rather do that than to have, you know, what they would think in terms of, you know, strangers doing that. And, you know, and and also it can be a way of saving resources for the family and for multi-generations. So I would always suggest to people, you know, think, you know, big term, you know, big picture and, you know, and, and, and what's going to be the best fit. You know, a lot of people have said in their minds that, well, I want I want to absolutely positively do this and I absolutely positively never want to do that. And, you know, what you want to think in terms of is, is that, well, put everything on the table and, and think it through and have conversations with everybody who's involved 
And sometimes you'll end up discovering things that you, that you didn't really know about the other folks and what they might wanted to do. And it might end up being something that's a, that's a far better plan than, than what you originally thought just by having conversations. So I always suggest, you know, take a step back, you know, and say, hey, let's talk things through. Let's figure it out. And sometimes there's a, there's a nice surprise at the end of the conversation. Absolutely. That's a great point to make, Glenn. And last but not least, give you one more thing to think about when it comes to planning for future generations from that financial perspective. And we see people sometimes who want to be very intentional about leaving a legacy, a financial legacy to their kids and grandkids. Is that something that you help people craft and create? How often is that, you know, the mission of somebody as they're putting together a plan? Well, Walter, it, it comes up from time to time. You know, I mean, I always it's one of the questions that I always ask when, when we're in a discovery meeting and, you know, in terms of what their plans are for leaving a legacy for kids and grandkids. And sometimes sometimes that's a big part of, of their overall planning that they want to that they want to take on. And so it, but they're not sure exactly how to do it. And sometimes it comes into play of like we, we were talking about earlier, maybe it's helping, you know, grandkids with college or maybe it's helping the, the adult children with with some college loans that maybe the kids were the ones who signed up for all the loans. They're in a difficult spot and the, and the parents didn't do the loans at the beginning, like the other example we were talking about. And so now maybe the grandparents have, have more resources that they can dedicate to those types of things. You know, it's, it's really important again, to evaluate your situation as you're going through life and, and seeing where you are. And sometimes situations change, but the key there is is being intentional about it and trying to build a plan that's going to be you know efficient and and what i mean by efficient is is that you know if you have strategies that are designed to to take care of different situations that come along there are people who have who've been in these positions before you and and there are ways of doing things that are that are going to end up being better in the long run than others what we mean by that is, is sometimes there might be if you do it one way versus another well where some money's coming from this account versus that account well there might be tax implications you know it might be income tax during your lifetime it might be it might be other types of taxes you know after you pass away there might be certain types of um, you know plans that that you can you know take a step forward into and realize hey we can do things in a more more generational type of uh, you know awareness and think hey well if we do this for the adult children we were talking about like with a dual gift there are some places and sometimes where we can get more bang for our buck, so to speak. So we always want to think in terms of, you know, how do we do that? How can we be the most efficient, you know, in, in our in our planning? And sometimes it actually, believe it or not, Walter, it's bringing the adult children into the conversation and, you know, and kind of seeing, you know, what will what would be more helpful to them. Sometimes, you know, the grandparents think in terms of, well, this is how we're going to do it. And this is what we're going to give to our adult children. And those are wonderful things to do. But, you know, so there are times when maybe they gave that gift a little bit differently, it would actually be a better all around for everybody. They might end up being able to to affect, you know, like I say, more than just the kids, maybe it's the grandkids or or maybe it's, you know, taking care of, you know, of a bill that's there or something that they didn't even realize was there. And again, it all comes from that openness and that conversation and being able to to really, you know, delve into how do we plan for this in, 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 the, in the best way possible rather than, well, I just want to do this and so this is what I'm going to do. So here's the question to ask yourself. Have I put in the time, energy, effort and thought to how I'm going to handle passing money to a future generation. Have I thought about how we're going to help the grandchildren? We want to help the grandchildren with their college expenses, but if you put on paper exactly how that's going 
to play out? What is going to be the role of your financial plan in making sure that you're taken care of as you age later in life? How will you answer those different questions? And if you don't have answers to those questions yet, it should be part of your overall financial plan. And uh, if you haven't addressed those kinds of things, I encourage you to call or go online to get in touch with Glenn Mosseller and talk about it. GreensboroRetirement.com is the place to go online. You can schedule a free consultation at the bottom of the page, whether you're on your mobile device or on a computer. GreensboroRetirement.com. And you can always call Glenn at 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. Another Retirement Roadmap podcast is in the books. Thanks so much for tuning in. For Glenn, I'm Walter, and we'll talk to you again next time.